Believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. Sharon Hornellstrom here. And our idiom, our expression today is believe none of what you hear or believe nothing of what you hear and believe only half of what you see. Something to that effect. Ben Franklin said something like this in the 1700s. Edgar Allan Poe I probably made it more famous because he spoke of it in the 1800s and many others have used a similar thought or phrase as well. And what does it mean? It's meant to be taken figuratively, not literally, thus an idiom. And it means it's a warning against over-reliance on our own experiences. Now, we rely heavily on our own experiences because they color our entire lives, right? But it's a reminder that what we see and what we hear is always impacted by our previous experiences, by our prejudices, by our thoughts and feelings and beliefs. And some of those beliefs aren't necessarily 100% uh, in our favor. Sometimes we have beliefs that aren't necessarily here to serve us, or we have conflicting beliefs about different topics and different ideas and different things in the world. And those conflicting beliefs can hold us back. Uh, that's why we seek mentors, masterminds, coaches, advisors, consultants, experts in different fields and different areas to help us as we grow and build and supersize our business. But to me, this is also a reminder that remember that if we read a book on a topic, it's just one other person's opinion. If we have one coach on some on a topic or an area of our business, that is just their opinion based on their experience. It And, and hopefully it's their experience based on working with a lot of different people that are in a similar situation to you or me. Uh, but, but bear in mind that whenever we're absorbing information or gathering information or looking at resources, we need to consider the source and the breadth of the experience that goes along with that. That's why it's important to seek out masterminds and mentors and coaches and experts in other areas and to read and learn and grow and study the areas that we want to improve in our business or we want to change or or expand in our business to help our business grow because one thing might be perfectly uh, acceptable and guess what a lot of different things work to create and build and supersize a business right anything that's worked in the past can work it doesn't mean it's gonna work for you and your business and your organization so you have to be willing to be open to picking and choosing what will and will not work I've had coaches where 90% uh, of what they said was BS, but the but the ten percent that I needed, they were right on, and so I just used the ten percent from that particular coach that moved my business in the direction I wanted it to go. And the other ninety percent in one ear and out the other, right? Because I only I only believe a fraction of what I hear, and that's true of anything and everything, and not just other people, but of ourselves as well, because we are filtering everything through our current set of beliefs. Now, our current set of beliefs got us where we are today, but they won't necessarily get us where we want to go. So we want to examine our own beliefs, our own prejudices, our own thoughts, our own feelings about things that may be preventing us from moving ahead in our business. One thing I've, I've it's hard to admit from a, a personal standpoint, but I have found that anytime my business stalls in terms of growth, it's 100% because of me. I am causing, and not intentionally, but somehow in some way, shape or form, I am causing the bottleneck. So I'm always looking for 
Where am I slowing the business down? Where am I slowing growth down? And how can I get the heck out of the way? Can I create a process or a system? Can I bring in another expert? Can I delegate this? What do I need to do to get me out of the equation so that I am not being the bottleneck in my business? Now, not true for everybody, but I've worked with thousands of different businesses and business owners. And uh, as hard as it is to realize, I would say 90 plus percent of the time, that person is in some way, shape or form causing the bottleneck in their organization as well. I know from our, our, well, I created this business and my ego's involved and I'm tied up and my identity is all uh, ingrained in this business. I don't think anybody knows it as well as I do. And they don't, you know your business better than anyone. But we also know when we need to take a step back and let other people help us because we are creating a bottleneck. And it's only, it's, it's usually just a teeny thing and we just tweak it a little bit and boom, growth begins again. So believe none of what you hear, but don't be over-reliant on your own personal experiences. Seek expert advice. That's my first thing. But then again, filter that through, does this make sense? Does this feel right for our business and for our organization? Uh, measure things. We measure what matters. Look at your KPIs, your key performance indicators, and your results. Are the results that you're measuring moving you in the direction you want to go? If they're not, there's something going on that we need to investigate. That's why I love audits. Most people hate audits. I love audits because all they are is me asking questions about my business and looking for areas that we can expand and grow in. Um, ask for feedback. Get feedback from people that you um, respect and, and trust their opinion. Again, don't take it as Bible, gospel, and law because they don't know everything. But use it as a piece of information as you decide and make decisions and choices for your business. Question yourself and uh, in a positive way and realize that none of us know everything. And we don't know what we don't know until we discovered that we didn't know it, if that makes sense. So I actually really like this idiom and expression because it reminds me to uh, always check my ego at the door, which I don't think I'm super egotistical, but I suppose other people might think I am sometimes, but I like to check it and say, am I open to what I need to be open to in order to grow and build and supersize my business? So I'd love to know your experience. Have you heard? Have you used? I don't think I've ever, I might've used this expression. I might've said it, but I, I don't recall in a specific instance of using it, but I've definitely told it to myself, Hey, you know, check it. Take a take a, a personal self audit back, and I do that annually anyway. I always do a an annual if I haven't done it during the year audit of myself and my performance based on uh, my personal goals and objectives that I set every year, and, and those are based, of course, on my long term legacy goals. So if I can help you in any way, if you want to discuss this particular idiom or expression, hit me up or any other. I and finding idioms fascinating because they allow me to think about what I'm doing in a different way. They, they remind me to uh, think about and pay a little bit more conscious attention to what things mean, how we express them, the words and the choices and the phrases we use. Because what they mean to me, based on my experience, might not be what they mean to other people. And that's a, an example of a place where communication can break down and I always want to be improving my communication skills. All right. Have an awesome day. I will, of course, be with you tomorrow with another mental well-being, mental health related or uh, mental well-being. I like well-being better than mental health because mental health sounds like there's something 
wrong with our thinking and there probably there might not be we might be thinking absolutely positively perfectly clearly and creating exactly what we want uh, i would say that's probably the exception not the rule in uh, most of our lives all right i'll see you tomorrow